Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters, and everything else in between. And today's episode of the Shabby and Man podcast looks at nepotism. It looks at uh, what's going on in Bollywood. I think we are inspired by all the stories that I think there's been one major topic all of this week, which yeah. has been the suicide of Shushant Singh Rajput. That's right. He was a 34-year-old Bollywood actor who killed himself and following Sushant's death, uh it's really opened up a can of worms. People are talking about mental health, people are talking about nepotism because these are the is, two main issues. These are the two main issues and I think we'll talk about mental health in a different episode. Today we want to concentrate on nepotism. We want to concentrate on what we know about nepotism, how we think it works because we are part of the media as well. And I'd like to think that between the two of us, we've We've touched on music, yeah, uh, publishing, yeah, writing, radio, uh, television, radio, broadcasting, broadcasting, yeah, and, life, and we do know that there is nepotism hmm. in inverted commas, hmm. definitely in every profession. Actually, right, it's not just in these professions; it's in every yeah. profession. In every profession, but we are gonna. We only have first-hand experience of, we if we can about. say, we know about uh, in our profession. So we're gonna talk about that. No, talking about mental health and. Um, taking your own life. Mm. You do remember that lady what 20 years ago? Yeah. We we're all very young. Yeah. And a very close friend of ours uh our producer, well, yes. my producer, I don't know if it was Yeah, your producer, producer from yeah, a radio show. From my, from my radio days. Um took his own life as well. And yeah. I remember the impact what it, what actually happened and you know it was Yeah, we were all in our early 20s when yeah. you were not in your early 20s, slightly considerably older, but we were in I, our, I was in my late 20s. Okay, late 20s, but he was exactly my age and we were all in our early 20s and I think we were just not It really knocked us for a six yeah. because we had no inkling. We had no inkling, we had no experience of that because 20 years ago mental health was not spoken about at all and especially in a place like india now things have still changed considerably and it completely took us by surprise and we didn't see any of the warning signs because we were far too young far inexperienced ourselves but in the light of what sushant has done no but you know in hindsight then suddenly about i think 2 weeks before that he was sending me these strange poems hmm. and you know and then when you piece it all together you you could tell yeah. that there was something bugging him troubling him yeah. and there was more on his mind than he was definitely letting on and later yeah. on we found out that it was family issues and you know a lot of personal stuff that he never shared with us and so yeah we can put it in context but in context of sushant singh's um suicide uh nepotism is something that everyone's talking about and There'll bollywood is getting a very pages and pages and loads of stuff on social media yeah. about nepotism yeah I I feel that there there seems to be a little uh, like a change hmm. there's a wave of change well, coming Well there's people clamoring for change no, whether, whether change, it happens yeah, yeah happens or not we don't know but let's talk about some of the big names in Bollywood that are really really getting it badly from all sides Karan yeah. Johar is one of them the, Well the star kids yeah the star kids and Karan Johar has been people are kind of really uh, going but, after him saying that he only works with star kids and that's only a, it's a known fact I mean there's a little clip of him say I think saying that uh, you know Oh I think was it Ayushman Khurana yeah who said that um when he applied yeah and he went for audition they said sorry yeah he was you told in so many you only work with uh, famous actors or something or he was he said that you know I was given a very strong vibe which said that you don't belong to the dharma ethos which and which was very evident that you know you don't 
come from any filmy family or you don't have any connections or you don't fit into what the kind of people who we want to promote and work with but so, i thought you were a karan johar fan you know i was i have to say that i and i probably still am to a certain extent in the sense that i loved his boy an unsuitable boy that came out 2 3 years book, ago his book <laughs> i loved I his boy not his boy i like his boy as well by the way we've seen a fair amount of his boy and his girl on instagram over the lockdown but we're not going there i loved his book an unsuitable boy because it gives me gave me a glimpse into a life that i knew nothing about and he can't be very, unsuitable boy that's vikram seth must be suitable boy vikram seth is a suitable boy his is an unsuitable boy oh that's the point and he has you're right i think he's he is very vocal about a lot of issues that he had growing up you know his sexuality was something that comes into play much later but he talks about being this awkward his parents his mom and dad's only son a son who came came along very late in their lives and therefore he was pampered to the hilt and he talks about being very arty at the start not being the typical boy and always being a being given a hard time for that he talks about how he was surrounded by these film folk because you know he's aditya chopra's first cousin he was surrounded by these film people his dad was a producer his dad was a producer but dad was a film producer so i think he talks very candidly about these things but he also says somewhere down the line that i make the kind of movies that i do it is because these things for me are not just reflecting a bubble they are aspirational but for me that is my reality that because reality. i am that stuck that up south bombay kid who used to really look down on people who spoke only in hindi and i used to think oh my god please i was that brat you so, know i'm not proud of so it so you enjoy his 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 books and his and his yeah, i made it right i thought videos. he was very candid but i was never a huge fan of the uh, yeah, bus, I, the chat show format yeah the chat show format i was never a huge fan of I mean, it's interesting to see people no yeah, doubt you know but. even his films i enjoyed them but they were never the kind of films that we absolutely had to go and watch i think in case of zoya akhtar in case of farhan akhtar there are certain directors who i feel iski to movie dekhni dekhni no but karan johar does a good vp he does a good vp and you do enjoy watching it i'm not lying but i think what i what really um came to the forefront only when Aishman Khurana brought it up was the fact that if you are going to be that director who doesn't give outsiders even a chance of if he he's so blatant about being nepotistic and so clearly proudly so thinking that no one can touch me because we are all in this bubble we are all in this extremely you know rarefied atmosphere where no but no outsider is ever going to come and uh, knock on our doors that is unfair when you're excluding outsiders even from you know competing with you forget about how they actually fare if they don't get a chance to showcase their talent how is the box office even going to judge them but it is a very hard door to open it is and that's what makes i think people like sharukh khan and all those outsiders who came from delhi who didn't have a, a father figure or didn't have a famous family name of course it means that much more it means that much more but i think you know when we talk about nepotism like we said we've seen it in virtually every aspect in life and it exists everywhere uh sony razdan in in a post yesterday in a twitter and alia bhat's mom alia bhat's mom in a twitter rant she was replying to hansel mehta she brought up a point where she said that it's all very well for people to go about uh, you know knocking these star kids and saying oh they're only here because of nepotism and all of that but if an outsider comes into bollywood and makes it big there's a big if there that needs to be debated first yeah. but if an outsider comes and makes it big and tomorrow his children decide to go into showbiz what is he going to or is she going to not allow them ki are nahi nahi then people will think it's nepotism beta don't go that's not going to happen is that but i think she missed the point there which is yeah, that's like saying you know that's like saying that if if i own a shoe shop yeah 
and my kids decide to become cobblers yeah i understand that yeah but bollywood baap ko dukaan nahi hai if you know what i mean ha and you know it is uh, it is something that is run on merit there is absolutely no guarantee that because your dad was a very good actor or your father was a very big producer or is a very big producer or your mother was the diva of the day because it doesn't happen in the that west that much it you don't really happen. see I mean, yeah. star kids we were we were looking at i was i could only think of the douglasses you know michael douglas kirk douglas there are quite a few but uh, no really not as many as there are in bollywood right and so i i really think that um this debate needs to go somewhere people are saying that sushant's suicide shouldn't be in vain this should really highlight how things have been working in bollywood up until now and outsiders should be judged on merit because at the end of the day i think aishman khurana is still having the last laugh because slice of life movies as they are described in bollywood are having their day in the sun they are they are making the money see i agree with you but i also disagree with you why is that fact that It's true they are having the day and it's great that they're all coming forward and yeah. but they're, and all, they're making so much money but they're all small budget movies all those big banners all yeah, those huge blockbusters yeah but no that's true but this is only the start of in the house you know you've got the Salman Khan's making yeah. this and the No but you know what this is Karan only George the, the start of the new wave but don't forget for a moment that at the end of the day when you put nepotism aside and merit aside and everything else bollywood is only driven by money and profit that is the only thing that drives the movie industry so and you hear about films small budget films no, as but you hear about all this bollywood nations. mafia kind of thing that if you run so and so's film yeah. then we won't release our film no no you. that's true but what i'm saying is that a kalan show such a so and so mounted on a huge budget if it nose dives and doesn't make you any money is not going to be able to stand up against a badhai ho or a or a, a dream girl which is made on 5 crores but making 60 crores or something like that right you're so right at the end of the day money talks louder than anything else it does but here's one of the facts about nepotism hmm. that if you're a star kid yeah. you can fail once you can fail twice yeah. you can fail three times no but that's because your times. mom and dad are probably bank lo- bank rolling the film but they can only do it for as long as their money lasts right so what i'm saying is you're absolutely right it is so entrenched in the way bollywood functions that it's not something that's going to change overnight and i'm not going to say that oh, all uh, star kids are terrible i think alia bhat is a fantastic actress i absolutely adore alia bhat she just happens to be mahesh bhat's daughter and sonia rajdan's daughter and pooja bhat's sister and all of that so i'm not even saying that we should just make a clean sweep and all star kids should be shooed away but what people are saying is that you don't even know of the kind of opportunities that we are denied simply because we don't have a godfather simply because we don't have a name even though we clearly we may be the more talented one in the room like, so those things are completely they usually end up all these talented actors usually end up in art movies art house films you know i was just going to say all that the ones who've gone to the pune film institute yeah ftii and, and nsd national NSD, school of yeah, drama the you know one. the nawazuddin siddiqui's and the irfan khan's and even sharukh from jamia millia islamia i think they end up either doing art house or definitely you know sharukh is the only one only name that comes to mind who's become the king of mainstream as well but as all of us know i mean bollywood is not the only one when you look at the world of television i mean you always mention this without naming any channels there's a famous oh, the news, news channel. channel in india yeah well you used to read the news on a channel yes not so my channel not but we're talking channel, about something but else. we're talking another channel which is very close to very famous 
very famous it's in new delhi there's yeah. a there's a hint yeah and uh, it's a tv station in new delhi so we noticed 20 years ago when all these new young up-and-coming reporters were coming up presenters reporters presenters, um, all, most of them are now are household names yeah but they all had huge connections. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Someone's dad was this. Someone's uncle was that. Someone's yeah. a governor. That's how it Head works. of broadcasting. Yeah. So you had. Which you I had, don't blame. Uh, I don't blame the TV company because they had access to. That's what gave them access to, to, to the news, right? Yeah. To the inside story, because yeah. they knew that their presenters were all extremely well-connected people who had political connections, business connections, connections in showbiz, and. It was a very elitist channel and a lot of people had virtually the same things to say about that TV channel as well. What outsiders are saying about Bollywood, yeah, right? It, it, that I you had it, to have come from a did, I, I don't think it did a Hindi version. It no. was just in English, wasn't yeah. it? It probably still is. So, the, you know, you could see that all the presenters were from a certain school, from a certain university, oh, that from was a another thing background. That the owner was from a certain boarding school. Yes. And a lot of the student, um, uh, uh, presenters were from... Yeah, alumni ended were, up in were, one were there area. as well, yeah. So that's how the world functions. I mean, we get it and that is not to say that the presenters weren't good they, they were, were very good um, some of them are yeah. still around today and are still very, around very and they went on to forge wonderful careers many of them even after they Most left, them the news left channel, I think, right yeah. but the fact is that they got access to this national news channel only because at least at the start it felt like they got access access because of their connections because of their family names and all of that no but saying that loads of them were oxford cambridge yeah you know, yeah, they all studied here and gone back. Yeah, and I think I think the biggest example of nepotism exists in politics. I mean, you know, mazak mazak mein hum log bolte hain ki yare janta nahi mera baap kon hai. You know, that is one line which will work in any scenario. You just have to go and say to one poor cop who's trying to fine you for either you know jumping a red light. That's the way the culture is in India. Don't, don't you know when you have to fill up a form? Yeah. Doesn't it say somewhere, Bab ka naam? Yeah, dad's name, father's name, mother's name, sab kuch fill karna padta yeah. right? So, and politics is again one of those things where sadly India is a country where I think human life is very cheap. It is a country where money talks, it is a country where political power talks and if you have one or the other, preferably both, you can sometimes think you are completely untouchable. One particular case comes to mind because I was absolutely furious when it happened. It happened when we were in India. We used to live in India. <coughs> there was this kid who, <coughs> whose grandfather was the chief of naval staff and he was studying in America, in a university in America, and he had come to Delhi to visit his family over the Christmas holidays. He well, went out I, with I, his friends one night. I, he I, got I was absolutely there. smashed, drunk out of his mind. And still he decided to drive home that night with his friend. What did he do? He drove in Delhi, in Delhi ki karake ki sardi mein, as anyone who's lived in India in a cold country will know that these poor people who don't have houses. Sometimes lived in this, India in a cold country? In a cold uh, city will know that, you know, uh, there are these poor people who sleep, oh, they on, have the to sleep on the pavements, they sleep tonight. on the yeah, pavements yeah. at night. And this kid, he drove over, I don't know how many, instantly killing about three, four, five people. I, I remember that story very well. You and remember, he, and, right? he had, and he had a very flash car. He had a very car. flash car. It took the Indian legal system 10 years for this kid to be put behind bars. That's because there so, was an outcry. Otherwise, he probably because, yeah, wouldn't have been. Only because bars. there was a public outcry, because it was such an open and shut case. He was guilty as hell. But then suddenly, because he had the political connections and he had the money, all those witnesses who were also on the payment, who were lucky enough to not be crushed by him, crushed to death, 
all those who were wit witnesses suddenly because they were paid off suddenly when you had witnesses turning hostile witnesses disappearing suddenly people changing their story this guy was this kid was given bail after bail after bail after bail the only imposition on him was that he couldn't leave the country because he was so well connected and that makes you think you cannot imagine a scenario like that in the west and so i think that is why the nepotism debate although nepotism exists everywhere in the world it exists in every profession it gets amplified in india because in india there are certain people who have money and power they are given to believe that they are completely above the law that they are untouchable that they can run the show the way they want you know at the that same at the change. same time i was at a party and i left with my friend at about 10 10:30 hmm. you're talking about delhi right yeah in delhi and then later on that evening hmm. it was a, one of the celebrity parties where models and celebrities were were, were pouring the drinks hmm. oh to one of those charity events right yeah and what happened was, was that um, this guy asked for a drink he was the son of a politician he asked hmm. for a drink she refused to serve him and he shot her Huh. And that's become a very famous case. That's you, another very famous case on which a movie has. I think a yeah. movie's been made for it. Yeah. Do you see how we're trying to say all these stories without naming anything? Yes. We're hoping that you know exactly who yeah, we're talking about. So, so what are you talking about? That that I was, I, even I, the guy who killed yeah. her is that your point that even he was It took a long time a long time for the arm of the law to kind of, you know, reach him. Um but you know what in all of this I think some in when tribute So that is in a way in a way that is nepotism, you know, working. Yeah, it is in a way because it is about who you are, what your connections are, right? It may not be that uh, you are in a position you hold an office which is because of your father or your grandfather or your uncle, but you feel a certain way, you behave a certain way in society and get away with almost murder in some cases because of your family connections. Let me ask you a question. You're talking about nepotism, you're talking about politics. Yeah. What do you think of this dynastic politics where grandmother, father, son, so everyone Yeah. takes part in this. I think even that is a politics. shame because politics is not something that runs in your blood. Although I mean the Gandhi family is the biggest political dynasty in in India, you know from the time of Jawaharlal Nehru even his father Motilal Nehru was part of the Indian National Congress when it was first formed. Jawaharlal Nehru, Indira Gandhi, Rajiv Gandhi, Sonia Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi. It happens in America also you've got you've got yeah. the Kennedys and you've got the Bushes. Yeah, so yeah. it, it happen. happens but I think again it all boils down to are you competent enough to be a leader? You know because being a political leader of a country is not about academic qualification it's not even about having the empathy and feeling that you need to do something for the people it calls for a very unique set of skills which may or may not be inherited which may or may not be passed down in your dna so again i think the debate comes down to sometimes in politics especially people vote emotionally right it's because people held jfk in high regard that they decided to vote for somebody yeah you know for people who represented his family it's because indira gandhi and jawaharlal nehru meant so much to so many people that rajiv gandhi was virtually swept into politics where he knew nothing about politics right and he left he learned everything on the job rahul gandhi is still in politics only because of the name right so it is i think it, it's something that happens everywhere and but what do you think of um... We're going back to Bollywood. Yeah. What do you think of outsiders mm. uh, who do make it? Yeah. Full credit to them. Yeah. I, I'm thinking especially of people like Kangana. Mm. You know, she's standing up, taking on yeah. the whole yeah. establishment. She, yeah, absolutely. Which is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Because because there must be. There was a very famous story about that Vogue 
uh, Vogue magazine story yeah. that she said recently. Yeah, that, that you know after she did fashion, on the cover. after after she did fashion with Priyanka Chopra, they put Priyanka on the cover. They refused to put her on the cover, saying that you're not an A-lister. Or she says that I I wasn't styled by the head stylist, or somebody else came to style me. I think Kangana, what she's doing is very brave. I don't agree with the way she goes about uh, bulldozing uh, some issues and some people. Sometimes she makes it very personal, and you I don't, definitely, you definitely don't, don't agree with the inner coterie. Her inner coterie and her mm. her team, especially that odious sister. I absolutely have nothing to say about them. But I think she definitely is doing something very brave, and she's at least shining a light on these areas and talking about these big names who people are very scared to talk about. You know. So she it, called out the fashion editor. She called out the fashion saying. editor. She called out an actor who she had an affair with, and she said that you know he's completely using me to get out of this mess and kind of giving me a bad name because anyway people think of me as of this small town. In recent interview, she said that I want to become by the time I'm fifty, I want to be one of the richest people in India. And then she gave her reasoning for it. Kangana Ranaut said that when I first came here, I didn't think about money. I didn't think that I'm going to be a high earner or whatever. I just wanted to make it big in Bollywood, right? But she said that then I started seeing how if women are not seen financially ambitious, men actually put them down. They don't think too highly of them. They think, "Arey, ye to do three films karke, you know, usko achhe kapre de do, kapre pehen legi, do three shoots kar legi, khush rehegi." पैसे इसे देने की कोई जरूरत नहीं इन द सेंस दैट शी कैन स्टिल बी पे पैरिटी डजंट काउंट व्हेन इट कम्स टू हर शी सेड दैट स्टिल हैजंट इंप्रूव्ड मच हैज स्टिल हैजंट इंप्रूव्ड एंड शी सेड दैट देन ग्रेजुअली एज़ माय फिल्म स्टार्टेड डूइंग वेल एंड आई स्टार्टेड गेनिंग अ फुटहोल्ड आई रियलाइज्ड दैट आई वाज जस्ट एज ambitious even financially i wanted to have my own office i wanted to build a nice house in the mountains for my mom and dad i wanted financial security for myself and for my loved ones she and was built wanted... a beautiful office by yeah, the way yeah so she says that and she has most amazing uh flat whatever in um, manali i think Man- yeah not a flat a house, house it's a mansion in the mountains so she says that it was because of what i saw around me that made me realize that unless you have money and power she said ki That's when I said to myself, "Okay, so let me go after money then. Maybe then people will take me seriously. Right now, people think of me as this small town girl who can't speak English properly, and they write me off because I don't have money." When my film started doing well, that is when I decided that right, enough is enough. I want the money as well, along with the fame. And that is why she says that it's one of my to-do things to be one of my. I don't know if that is the right no, reason. No, I, I do agree with her there that um, she was looked down upon because her English wasn't good. Her English wasn't good. Which, I think I can't stand the logic there because the movies are in Hindi. Yeah, but. Again, I think we've done a whole podcast on that. That India must be one of the few countries where people take great pride in saying, "Oh, we are Hindi is very bad." Oh, मुझे अपनी मातृभाषा नहीं आती मैं तो अंग्रेज़ convent school की पढ़ी हुई हूँ मुझे सिर्फ English medium school में मैं गई हूँ तो मुझे सिर्फ English आती है. Must be one of the few countries you know, uh, where people say to... that with great pride. How sad is that? I'm saying you know we normally do about 15-20 minutes. We have to yeah. wrap up soon, but um, just before we wrap up, what yeah. did you think of? Um, Um, I've got a name now. Sonam, Sonam Kapoor. Sonam Kapoor. Yeah, I think that was very insensitively worded. She Sonam said, Kapoor said that. Karma, yeah, yeah, on Father's Day she said no about Kangana. Sonam. No karma, karma. Karma. Yeah. I karma. About, uh, Sonam Kapoor said on Sorry, Father's Day. Sorry, I speak Day, in Angrezi for you. Karma. Yeah. Sonam Kapoor said that uh, you know I'm proud to be Anil Kapoor's daughter on Father's Day. Blah 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 because he's worked very hard to get where he is, and uh, who, it's just my karma that I was born his daughter, which I thought was very insensitively. worded you know uh, when tributes came pouring in for sushant and it felt like bollywood was only a pay- place of doom and gloom where outsiders didn't stand a chance where merit didn't count at all 
I think there was one tribute that really touched me and I want to highlight that because we want to end on something positive. Um, it was Anupam Kher. He did a video message and he spoke to hopefuls. You know, he says that Mumbai is a city of dreams. Millions come to Mumbai every single day from these small towns and villages from up and down the country to make it big, thinking that one day, someday, we're going to be the next Shahrukh, we're going to be the next Salma. Yeah. So he says to all those people, I would like to say 39 years ago when I came to Mumbai, I was written off completely, even though I came from drama school. They said to me, Aray, isko dekho zara, Hindi medium school se aaya hai, ki patla hai, ganja hai. Iska kya hone wala hai, I was completely sidelined. What I would like to say to all those people is, do not give up. Do not, aapne apni fight beech mein nahi rokni hai, kyunki Bollywood is also... Wasn't his first movie, didn't he play an old man? I don't know if it was his first, one of the, it was one, one of his, his early films. In Saransh, yeah, and he in won Saransh, so many awards. You, yeah. He won so many awards for it. He says ki aapne apni fight ko beech mein nahi rokna hai. If you're passionate about acting, if you know your craft, you have learned your craft, and this is the only thing that you want to do in life, don't give up thinking that, oh, I have stand no chance because Bollywood also has some good elements. It also has some good people who will give you a chance. True that you will have to fight that much harder. And then he ended on this poem, which I believe is Hari Vanshrai Bachchan's poem, Koshish Karne Walon Ki Kabhi Haar Nahi Hoti. Yeah, which is poem. absolutely beautiful. Remember and it, remember I'm it. going to recite a few lines. I'm going to, I have it in front of me because I don't remember all of it. I think I'm going to concentrate on the last verse, which really, really sums it up. And, and that was Anupam Kher's uh, closing lines in his video message as well which is the it starts by saying leheron se dar kar nauka paar nahi hoti koshish karne walon ki kabhi haar nahi hoti asafalta ek chunauti hai ise swikar karo kya kami reh gayi dekho aur sudhar karo jab tak na safal ho neend chain ko tyago tum sangharsh ka maidan chhod kar mat bhago tum kuch kiye bina hi jay jaykar nahi hoti koshish karne walon ki kabhi haar nahi hoti Beautiful. And we'll catch you again, of course, with another podcast. We have so much to talk about. Uh, but today we thought we will we will talk about nepotism, one of the big debates following Sushant Singh Rajput's very tragic suicide. I mean, no tribute will ever fill the gap, the void that he's left, not only in the hearts of his family and friends, but in the hearts of film lovers. And let's hope that there is a change in the making. That that, that he hasn't just given up his life uh, in vain and that there is a change. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.